Warning. Every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 24, I hope. I'm going to edit it out later if I get it wrong, but I don't think I did. Where I'm being joined by the main two guys, Juan and Mike, and yeah. our special magical girl uh, extraordinaire, Frankie. But hey. I don't really think he likes that many magical girl shows. I, I feel like he just mainly likes this one. Yeah, it's mainly this, this one. one. The one that's different. That's why we called it an expert. Expert, because we to need to appraise this show. Yeah, but before we get into appraising Maho Shoujo Madoka Magica or Puella Maggie Madoka Magica, or... I just call it Madogers. Yeah, Magogers. Before we get into Magogers, have you guys been? What's new? What's up? Have you been watching Pop Team Epic? I watched the first episode. Um, a lot of some of it went over my head because, like, there was a lot of references and stuff like that. Yeah, there um, were more references. But I mean, it's there was more than I thought there would be. Yeah, I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew the four coma existed, but I never read any of them. I just like scrolled past them because I was like, these things look weird. And then I watched the first okay. episode. Now I was. I was so satisfied that today I watched the second episode. And I was even more satisfied. Whoa. Well, yeah. if I ever get around to watching more than one anime a year. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie watches anime very sparingly. I mean, I, I, the only I'm reason like that this podcast too, exists part, is so I can watch I only, more anime. So we can force ourselves watch to watch more. Yeah. Like, it, I used to really, like, I, I would binge anime like i i would consume it like it was fucking just like yeah. when you food. when you had time though <laughs> now you have yeah. a, now you have a job and you you worry about dying every day yeah how can you watch it's... anime when you're when you're busy trying not to die no, i mean that's, when, that's the... when i watch anime the thing is though <laughs> like when i used to work this really shitty job um anime was like keeping me sane like i would go on break and i would watch an episode of um shows and like that was the only thing keeping me from snapping for a while like a year <laughs> so it's just i don't know like i guess as time has gone by like i feel like i don't have time when i actually do have time yeah this whole yeah. week I, I was trying to watch this show on my phone and uh i realized that the verb really really sucks on your phone I don't like the VRV platform at all, honestly. No, like I, it, it made a very bad impression on me when I tried to sign up for it, and um, the the actual website wouldn't load. I kept trying to start my trial, and then it was like sending me to a defunct page saying that um, it's not working. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll just pay for a damn month. So I go to the the full subscription thing, and um, same thing. It's like, why? I keep and, so many people are trying to get on there. And then um, I tried to make an account, just make an account and nothing. I was like, all right, well, whatever. The site doesn't want my money. I've been falling out of it slowly, but out of love with it slowly, but surely. Cause, um, I, I just want to watch stuff and they don't let me watch stuff unless I have to come over here on my computer. Hmm. I'll just keep CISO and Crunchyroll separate. Thank you very much. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't want my peas touching my mashed potatoes. I mean, Cecil, <laughs> Cecil's dead. Cecil's fucking oh. dead. Uh, that's the right. whole is it really? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I never dead. really because you were like the only one that I knew that really like had subscribed to it and stuff. The only reason I got Cecil was so I could watch Dan Harmon's uh, role playing show, and now Dude, that's, that's on the verb. only reason I got it. Yeah, it's the best. It's so simple and easy. Essentially paying three dollars a month to watch Harmon Quest. Oh, and uh, Joan Ray's Hidden America. But that was it. What was that on? Uh, CISO. Nah. I somebody tried to convince me to watch this one show that was on there. It was like I forgot who would like drive. I think it was Seinfeld, and he would like drive people around. Oh, like getting coffee with car. Getting yeah, that was, that was coffee crackle, with Michael. Was it Crackle? Yes. Was it? I could have yes. sworn it was CISO. No, it was on Crackle. Hmm. <laughs> I, I was really into trying to look for that show for like a month because I was like, he gets into I had cars somebody, with all these comedians that I like. I had somebody link like um, a website with all the videos and like I, I watched a few. It was pretty entertaining. Like it's very like um, calming, I guess, because like it's driving around in a little car. It's a little slice of life show with comedians, just like yeah. your animal. Yeah. It's Jerry Seinfeld. He has more cars than friends. So That's never true. He does have so many. And it was funny because in one of the episodes, I think it was with Louis C.K., he mentioned that he was, like, auctioning off a bunch of cars. And then, uh, it, like, the dude made a joke later. He's like, so uh, you're losing, like, five, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, okay. And um, that just leaves another thousand or so. And he's like, more, more or less. <laughs> like, him and Jay Leno have ridiculous car collections. Fucking Jay Leno's car collection is stupid. Yep. Because it's so yeah, hangers, much. just hangers. He has hangers of fucking cars. <laughs> Jesus. The only reason I know this is because of the fucking car shows that I would watch from time to time. And Jay Leno would come out, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that guy with the big hey, chin?" Hey, it's me, Jay Leno. Jay yeah. Leno. I look at my cars. Look at all these cars. <laughs> I have more. These are just my travel cars. And also, uh, I bought a, I bought some domain names. Oh, okay. So which one did you settle on? mbt.moy and then I got mbtpodcast.com yeah. uh, just because I mean, they cost about the same and I had money to throw so I threw money I just need Dude, a host which country has the freaking .moy I'm sorry I forgot America. to remind you Nuni. I know I said I would but I failed you I'm no, so sorry right. I, I, re- I told you to remind me so I could really remind myself <laughs> <laughs> but um other than just uh you know, doing the normal shit I do. I've been uh, learning how to use Blender and Unity. Yeah. Dude, so you can make those new So memes. I can make all the memes uh, for fucking VRChat, the latest uh, the meme latest machine. The latest hot thing. God help you. The hottest thing. Yeah, and you see, the thing is, it's actually, like, it's not even too difficult. It's just time-consuming and very yeah. irritating. Yeah, it's very it's, irritating. It, it really is because when when I did models for video games and and uh, for class, not in real life. Yeah, um, yeah. And I also had took modeling class, but we used uh, I forgot the name of it. it Lightwave, I think, is the name. It's a it's an official modeling program. Yeah. Um, it's very tedious if you don't know what you're doing. But yeah. once you you get a book that tells you what to do, it it you can do stuff really quick. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, um, my issue was uh, with the first model I was fucking with. Um, I had set up everything up correctly, but then it told me I had an issue with the spinal segment, um, somewhere in the bones. Uh, 
for the rigging. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at it and then I realized that the whole thing was just going to have to go. So I had to delete all of the bones in the character that was like pre-done for me. (laughs) And so I had to learn how to rig it myself from the very bottom. And then I looked everywhere seeing if there was something I could be lazy with. And there's there's fucking nothing except for this one program that was like 50 bucks. I was like, I'm not Mm -hmm. paying $50. Wait, isn't isn't there a thing on Unity that rigs it for you? No. Because I uh, gotta Unity, make your own bones. Um, Unity can uh, fuck with animations, I believe, but it doesn't inherently have stuff for bone rigging, to my mm. knowledge. Um, for bones, I use Blender, and then I just export it into Unity after yeah. I fucked with the bone structure. So yeah, like my thing, whole thing today, I spent like six hours like fucking with it because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with the bone structure, and mm. then. Eventually, I just deleted everything, and so I had to start from the ground up. And yeah. I kept getting so angry because it's like <laughs> you you set up the the bones, and then I'm like I'm sticking them inside of the model and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, you know, I got a good rhythm going. And then I fuck up and I misalign it, and then I'm like trying to get it to to realign, yeah. and then I keep putting it in the wrong direction. And the controls <laughs> are very I, I, like. I don't know if it's just me because I'm new to it or whatever. I feel like the controls are like the camera work is very unintuitive for Blender. Mm. and uh, because most of it's done with the middle mouse button and like i I keep fucking up and i can't get it straight like uh, like just straight and it's bothering the shit out of me and i'm pretty sure i'm missing a button that's like able to help (laughs) me mirror it or whatever but like i just couldn't i i couldn't make it look the same as the other Mm. one and i was like god damn it and yeah so i had to keep going back on that over and over and over yeah i'm I'm pretty sure if you find manuals they'll they'll tell you and stuff yeah, and then I'm not even gonna go into the dynamic bone things to make everything like uh like your clothing, like if you have like a cape or something oh, to make it wavy yeah. and things yeah. like that. Like it's now you know why video games never have moving capes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's just so annoying. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, at least I'm learning these things as I'm trying to achieve my goal of being fucking stupid. <laughs> So there's that. My sole purpose in doing it was so that I could pet like the the, the lolly characters. <laughs> like that was like my main You're drive. And nice. then like everything else was like secondary. So like I I will eventually grow tired of this, but I I really think Steven ha- is very susceptible to becoming addicted to this. I mean, he, he found his calling. He yeah, found yeah. His, his group all his along. Family. This is what he was born for. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's an exciting revelation like the whole frontier of via that it's like you know it's it's happening it's gradually happening yeah. like, it's like it's, what you always wanted but, when you but is younger. it going in a good path um, i not. feel like we're quickly going to dive into the, the 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 bad parts of it with the whole addiction and everything like that but I mean, of course I feel that's like, how it all starts i yeah i feel like that's like a a, a phase of like new things like with cell phones and stuff like that. Like, I feel like we're always going to reach a low point. Yeah, and dude, like, eventually we will climb out, but not without sacrifice. See, right now is the best time to get <laughs> like into VR kind of things. Because nobody really does anything with it. So you can do whatever you want. And then eventually somebody's going to fuck it up for everybody. And yeah. then they're going to start putting restrictions and rules on everything. Yeah, and once they make yeah. VR phone bombs. Yeah. Oh, God. Um... There's already like some issues with people like the the VR chat thing. Like I had seen that like um, like a lot of the characters that are there, they're like they're anime based yeah, characters. They're, they're just mm-hmm. um, the actual creator. Um, his name is VR Pill. Um, he he detests 
anime characters and like lolly characters, but like just all of them in general. He hates them, <laughs> but he can't get rid of them of course because he needs them. Damn he anime needs... character out of Splash. Because out. when they finally run out of money that they've been getting from investors, they're going to need those people to continue paying. Yeah, because at the moment, uh, VR Chat is free solely because of. Uh, because of like the investor money from like coming from yeah coming from Vive and and um from Oculus and from like other companies that are just kind of like hey you know and on top of that all the publicity they're getting from streams and stuff but that money's yeah. going to run out very quickly yeah. and uh, they're going to end up needing to do something and I I was talking to Juan earlier they they had already um, announced that they were already working on something like a store which is akin to like how Second Life had it. Yeah, this is basically a worlds. This is essentially the new second life. Yeah, minus the yeah. raining dildos. But when minus eventually, the, eventually, eventually we will we will see to it. We'll the thing is, though, it might day. like even if it's not VR chat that's doing it, we will probably see another chat system because this is a very lucrative. It's a very new and lucrative market that people could dive into. It's what everyone. So I don't wanted. see people not. It's what everyone's wanted, and it's there. It's, it's very the unrefined. That I went the to are garbage. The servers yeah. are garbage and all this mm-hmm. and that, but like, it's it's, it's there, stuff. it's happening, and it can only go up. Is what I'm yeah. saying. It, it can only it can go only go up, up to inevitably go down. And to it's inevitably, gonna, it's gonna die a painful death eventually because too much of a good thing is uh no, VR no. or VR chat. VR chat. Or you know, chat they're they're uh, gonna make not, it, they're gonna make specific. a better VR chat. Yeah, they're, they're going. I, people are gonna make their VR chat with blackjack and hookers, and then people yeah. <laughs> are eventually going to move to that one. And then there's gonna be another boom of streamers going to that one. And then the original one, if it stays alive, will end up like Second Life, where it has a very strong, tight knit community, uh, but not very many people. It's yeah. fine. I'll jump in then. Yeah, when, the VR chat. when it gets better. <laughs> when everybody when already does leave. the work for me, yeah. At the moment, like uh, I was. Uh... Oh, speaking of Second Life, but I'll, I'll let you continue, Mike. No, no, no. Go to go to. No, no. Okay. Um, have I ever told you that I became a prostitute in Second Life? No, dude. No, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were I just mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it yeah, it was on accident though. <laughs> How do you accidentally, accidentally fall became into a whore? You know that, oh, that sounds like I didn't that know what like, uh, from accidentally. One day I was a one day I was a I was a Christian that was celibate, <laughs> and the next day I was in a strange man's bedroom. <laughs> no, well I didn't I didn't do any lewd acts or anything. It's just that um, when I was in second Second Life, um, I was playing a game because I was doing an essay in college um, on like the effects of second life or mmorpgs and and things like that so i i made an account i was playing around and then when i was walking around there's this other character was like hey come join our club i was like well yeah this is a good start i'm gonna join this club (laughs) and i joined it yeah and i joined it and i was like okay cool and i just you know started playing around and then i stopped um and then i kept getting emails like hey come to this party or strippers needed for this party and <laughs> and uh male strippers wanted or uh, female strippers wanted and i kept getting these emails just spamming uh spamming uh that, my that account needs strippers yeah, spam, yeah. Uh, spamming my my email inbox and then 
while I was writing my 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 essay, I found like articles, and uh, and I think academic journals on like the effects of Second Life and like how people are. Um, what's what's that uh, term called? Where they're attached to the to their captors. Um, oh, cool! They have Stockholm syndrome. Uh, yeah, Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're talking about the Stockholm syndrome and the effects of Second Life and all that. And one of them talks about how people will lure other like new people into these clubs and they solicit sexual acts for them <laughs> in the virtual world. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think this is what's happening with me. This is why I need to drink. <laughs> and you couldn't help and yourself. You couldn't just look away or turn off the computer. Yeah, and you couldn't walk away. No, it, it well, it talks about how these people are just degenerates. Uh, not yeah, degenerates or lonely people or people that don't don't they have a weak will. Guys with the and so they they fall into these traps. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm a very boring prostitute. It turns out. <laughs> <laughs> when you said you accidentally turned into a prostitute, it reminds me of that Dogen Henshin <laughs> or Metamorphosis. Oh, I know did. which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she accentally turned into a prostitute. Yeah. Whoa. She just wanted to make friends. Yeah. I was just a good Christian, and now I'm just all these dicks. Oh, ah, they feel so good. <laughs> now that we've gone as far as far as we can get. Ooh, that was a nice tangent. Yeah, now that we've tangented <laughs> it, and then, uh, as far as we can go. We're going to talk about Madoka Magica. Ooh, my baby. donkey punch magic. My donkey punch magic. It's yeah. known as Maguka Maduka. Get it right? Maguka Maduka. <laughs> Maguka Maduka. Yeah. So, oh, oh yeah. The keyword of this episode is deconstruction. According to what? deconstruction. Which Madoka is not. And I in my opinion. This is the dark magical girl anime. It does feel like instead of a reconstruction, it was more, I mean, deconstruction, it was more of a return to form and like yeah. flavor of, uh, of cutie honey. Yeah. In my opinion. When, when I was watching this, I, I really thought like, this isn't really a deconstruction. It's more of a, a reconstruction where. Yeah, it's a return to yeah. form. Like, it, it's going back to its roots. That's yeah. what I saw. So yeah. I was like, it's stupid that even they said themselves were. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty basic, follow, easy to follow anime. Yeah, yeah, but but then again, I don't watch any magical girl animes that much. Well, I mean, so yeah. I've only watched two so far. I mean, we got um, the most popular one, which is um, what's that show called again? Like yeah, all the ones that it's Cartabra not that Sakura. popular. If you don't know Pre-Cure. the name, Sailor Moon. It's Precure. Sailor Moon. What the fuck is Precure? Yeah, well, pretty see, gear. it's not that popular. Right, Nuni sure and Michael not... don't know the name. Yeah, are you sure it's not? <laughs> I mean, I only know it because it no, airs it's the, the same time of, block uh, as Common Rider. It's one of the biggest ones out there, but it's mostly for girls. I don't girls. know, man. It's it is marketed man. specifically towards girls. Okay, yeah. I take it back. There's three, um, but one's a hentai. So what? It's okay, dude. Yeah, my whole shojo Elena. <laughs> my whole shojo Elena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're, you yeah. showed it to me, Nuni. We watched it together. We watched it together. Uh, it was the best. Swan's little mind. Just holding yeah. each other's hands throughout the whole experience. Uh, I, I, I our... didn't feel a lot as a family until I watched that with Mark and yeah, Nuni. Until we watched some, <laughs> some fucking dick and intestines. Some horrible things. Some beautiful terrible. things. Things that we, we expected, but then other things that caught us by surprise. <laughs> But yeah, let's. The fact that we all didn't have erections—that was pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
You call that an erection? <laughs> Uh, so when did you guys watch this because i feel like all of us watched it here except for juan i think this is juan's first time watching it i watched it about a year after it had started airing and that was because frankie streamed it for me because i told him i would not watch it otherwise yeah (laughs) when do you watch it Frankie? Uh, i watched it while it aired that this is the biggest thing everybody that i talked to yeah i watched it you watched it it when the hype was was at its highest when the hype was at its highest Frankie, and the threads like, were at their max capacity. To us, and I refused to watch it because of all the publicity. I was like, this is stupid. I refuse to fucking watch <laughs> it. And a Frankie, if, uh, eventually Frankie wore me down and he was like, what do I got to do? And I was like, fucking stream it. Otherwise, I'm not going to. We got to watch it all in one night. And sure enough, we watched it all in one night. It wasn't even the first time I've seen that thing all in one night at the same time. <laughs> I, I watched was... it as it aired. I, I played it for a friend of mine uh, in the apartment. I streamed it for another friend of mine. I streamed it for Michael, and then I watched it one more time before the movie came out. Yeah, we um, I watched that, and then I watched the movies on my own. Mom, Mike, did you even watch it in theaters? No, I didn't watch it in theaters. You didn't get to see all that fucking blatant fan service in theaters? I don't consider myself a true fan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what my true opinion of the show is. Because I watched this show like two years ago, well after the hype was down. The only reason that I actually watched it was because I went to UshiCon and there was this guy that had on the Madoka dress and he had on sunglasses and he did a pose. And I was like, that's cool. I want to watch that show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like going in, not knowing anything and just being like, yeah, I've, I've heard about this show is the best way it's, to go into uh, it. it. It is the best in my opinion. Uh, if anything, it's really hard to get anyone to watch it. Who's heard of all the hype about it. Cause I'm yeah, like, that's listen, the worst. man, it's not, it's not the second coming of Christ, but it's a pretty damn <laughs> good it, magical. It might yeah. Well be. Like, like that, that was my main issue with it because people kept saying like, Oh, it's the fucking best show ever. And then I was like, I refuse to believe that. And I didn't like I I didn't outright hate it, but I refused to give in to that. Like mm-hmm. I was like, this is so. It was the same thing with Kill a Kill. I watched uh. Kill a Kill all the way through. Didn't like it though. I stayed for the transformation sequences because mm-hmm. I have an enormous boner for that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but enormous. overall, Kill a Kill very yeah, underwhelming in my opinion. Going back to Madoka though, yeah, people were always like, oh dude, it's the fucking this is the best anime ever. This is what all anime should be like, and all this other stupid shit. And like um eventually yeah we did watch it and at the end of watching the the like um frankie's marathon of it my opinion was like it was okay like, it wasn't I fucking crazy it. as hell but it was okay <laughs> I, got, I got into conversation a conversation with a friend of the show gabriel a few days ago because he was talking I was telling him that we were watching madoka and he was like yeah i watched it with uh some guy named mandy that he used to live with he was like, "Yeah, uh, we were we watched it because everybody was like, dude, this is the fucking best anime ever,' and this and that." And then they said that they didn't like it either. And I was like, "Well, I'm. It's probably the worst way to watch that show ever." Because I it's probably fu- the I worst way to watch it. it is to fucking watch it after everyone tells you it's like it's so good, dude. It'll cure your AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and- if you don't know how to walk, you'll just fucking start dancing. It's like, <laughs> nah, man. That's why I, I feel really bad for liking things that are like really fucking well received and like like. Yeah, critically acclaimed because then people then watch it and they're like it's not it's not as great as he said it was. I'm like, oh, you fucking asshole, contrarian motherfucker. Yeah. It's just good. Because <laughs> that that's why whenever I 
I ask people to recommend me stuff. They're just like, you should watch this instead of being like, hey, yo, this, this, and this, because this, this, and this. Oh, it's so fucking good. Because mm-hmm. whenever somebody, um, ex- you know, explains to me how great something is, that just makes my uh, threshold of expectations so fucking high. And I hate doing that because I feel like that just ruins everything for me. No yeah, matter what you get it is. so hyped. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. going to watch Game of Thrones anytime soon. Like, truth be told, nothing will ever be as good as the hype makes it out to be. Uh, so learning that, I can watch literally anything. I watched some wrestling over the weekend that lives up to the hype. But, you know, that's just me. I don't know, man. That's because you're caught up in the wrestling hype. I am caught up in the wrestling hype. I can I, get I hyped about hype. literally anything. <laughs> I wish I could get hyped more. I, I like it's very hard for me to actually get super excited about something. Okay, Michael. Once you reach there's a certain threshold of cynicism, and once you break through it, everything becomes hype again. <laughs> no, you see, the thing is, I, there was a point in time where I could get excited about it, like everything, and mm-hmm. like now I just feel like I've lost that ability. I'm getting there. Um, like Ghost and Show killed me. <laughs> well, you're you look excited like for it? you look so dead inside when we <laughs> left that theater. And then, like, it was worse when, like, I was trying to make a joke and you just responded with the most fucking, like, monotone voice. Because I was, like, we were, like, leaving. And I was, like, boy, that sure was a film. And, like, everyone laughed. And then Juan just looked at me and he's, like, was it, Michael? And I was, like, like, shit. He was heartbroken. He wanted it to be good. He grabbed a razor, started playing the violin on his wrist. (laughs) Um. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I really did like the show. Uh, I really did like the fucking promotional material around it when it was coming out, and it was like, it's just another Magical Girl show, and then, like, it's all everybody knew about it. And then Dude, we had that's, all, and... that's all I knew about it, and it was uh, it was 2015 when I saw it. Yeah. Like, nobody ruined anything for me, and that, that's what surprised me the most. It's, Ooh. like, one of the best ways. If anybody tuned in this episode not knowing shit about Madoka, well, I'm sorry. But, uh... <laughs> I, hey, I put a... And I put a thing in the you beginning. You put a spoiler awesome. warning. That's what this is for. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, watching this thing, going into episode three, you're like, well, there was some dark stuff, but it's like, it's no darker than a normal anime, especially yeah, yeah. like a modern yeah. one would have. And then and you then get to episode, episode three, three, and then, you know, it's like, well, I guess you lost your head, huh? And, yeah. then- <laughs> and then watching it watching it a second time, the part, like, the episode that really got me was episode four, when they reacted to, you know, her death, and they acted like actual, you know, human beings like what an yeah. adolescent would actually act like because mm-hmm. i lost uh i lost a friend when i was around their age and i acted that exact same way and i ended up going the route of sayaka where you know i almost ended up dead but like, that didn't happen i'm not gonna lie there's a reason sayaka is my favorite character uh there's a reason in, that in, she's, in, in a, i hate her so much because she reminds like, me of a, myself <laughs> like in a show that's full of people <laughs> who are barely characters because it's a story first kind of anime yeah uh, Sayaka has one of the best arcs there because it's very realistic. Yeah, yeah. His her spiral to depression. I, I love very, I love talking about her like in the serious tone, and I love talking about her in the easy tone, which is how I talk with everybody about it. It's like, why is Sayaka your favorite character? Because she was cut so hard, she just died. <laughs> I I think she's a good character. It's just like it's just that I hate her. It's, it's it's uh, it's reasonable to hate her because yeah. you're like, why are you so stupid? Just accept Kyoko's love, and then you're like, uh, <laughs> nah, dude, don't you understand? She just found out that she's literally not even a person anymore. She's just yeah. a fucking rock. And yeah. uh, that part uh, hit me hit me harder the first time I watched it 
uh as opposed to the second time i guess because of the surprise like all the surprise was already gone yeah but it's weird that um since i already knew everything that was gonna happen for some reason it made me like it more when i watched it and it still impacted me uh not you know not as good as the first time but it it still impacted me even though i knew it was gonna happen like the big reveal as to their bodies just being uh, pretty much remote controlled uh, devices. Yeah. They're just meat puppets. Yeah. yeah. Meat puppets. I, I, I don't know about the other Manticore Girl animes or all They're of them out like there. This. Yeah. I was going to think, I was going to say this one had a lot of consequences where I usually think of Magical Girl animes as, oh, yeah, we're going to fight bad guys and uh, fight less, evil. That's, that's like the traditional kind like, of uh, thing for them. Did you happen to watch the third movie or no? I know. Okay, because I was going to say what a typical Magical Girl anime is like is like the first 15 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, like, I enjoyed the the whole thing with how they gain their powers and it's like wishes, but it's always like mm-hmm. a monkey's paw sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I like that Cube uh, was like the devil. And then, I, and then I realized no, that... No, he's just a man of science, Juan. The man of science. He doesn't combat entity somehow. Beyond, he's beyond emotion. Well, he even says that he he like the way that magicals are created is surpassed science as well, or in reason and logic. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't make sense. sense, But the power that they discharge is what keeps the universe from entropy. Yeah, yeah. You got to stop entropy somehow, man. You have to stop yeah. it somehow. It means having entropy. little girls but, uh, have fucking psychological breakdowns. And, you know. <laughs> but that that just reminds me of like like Sailor Moon and not Kill a Kill, but like even Maho Shoujo and Elena, like they have this avatar that grants them these powers. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of how like wishes, uh, oh, witches, oh, wishes, uh, witches like get their powers they make a pact with the devil or yeah, with I mean, a demon it's a very I, common trend yeah and, and i thought that was pretty neat you know one of my favorite parts of the anime is the fact that sayaka and kyoko are like polar opposites in terms of personality or in terms of like who they are as characters and they're friends. like for instance yeah for instance sayaka wants to be like the avatar of justice and believes that she's doing everything for selfless reasons but she's actually very selfish yeah. and kyoko pretends to be selfish and like everybody's a bother, but she's actually the most selfless person in the and show. And her her yeah. wish was probably the best wish, even though like it turned out terrible. Yeah. In terms of like the, most, she the wished, best intentions, if she had the best intentions, and she had she ended up gaining the worst result of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Sayaka's wish was fucking stupid, and as a I result, mean, she got a she got cooked. <laughs> she got so fucking cooked. I, mm. I I feel like Sayaka in her heart of hearts wishes that she. That she was doing it for him, but she knew that her she pus- was doing her it pussy for her. So that, that, it was a selfish reason because yeah. she's like, if I heal him, he will he love, will love me. me. But that yeah. was like her whole thing, and yeah. that's what happens when you do shit like that. Madoka's I mean, wish was like that's just you know, how, how Madoka's wish is the most pure wish of all. It is the, the most, most pure wish, wish, and that is what made her actually. I love that like everybody's shit so backfires. Strong? Like everybody's shit backfires, including fucking what's her names. Um, uh, I can't even remember her name. Homura? Uh, Homura. Like, Homura's whole thing was that she was like, like, she tried so hard to protect Madoka. Yeah. And to, like, protect this person that she viewed as, like, more or less, like, um, like this, 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 like, weak, impressionable little girl. And in doing this shit, 
over and over and over and over and over. She ended up making Madoka like the most broken character yeah. in, in the show. Because yeah, like, like, yeah, all the timelines yeah, like, centered on her. Like because of that shit, because of all the shit she did, she fucked it up even worse by making Madoka the most powerful um magical girl. And in turn, possibly if she if they fucked up hard enough, the most powerful witch. Which is what Kyube yeah. was banking on. He's like, oh, oh shit, look shit. At I can't wait till this happens. He's like, that this is the biggest big battery. Uh, did, oh yeah, did you guys already tell Juan what happens to Homura in the movie? Okay, uh, um, so the rebuild uh, ruins everything. Oh god, but she's okay, so she's so cool though. Yeah, like so you know, in the main series, mommy dies and this and that, and mm-hmm. like the show ends with um, uh, Madoka being dead. god. And Madoka yeah. turns into God, and then she recreates the universe with um, no witches and yeah. creating the... Uh, what was it well, again, Frankie? Techni- the law te- of... Um... Technically, what she does is she becomes the law of the cycle. And yeah, what happens so is of... right when they're about to become witches, she, she fucking kills them, them and takes yeah. them away to Magical Girl Valhalla. Yeah. And they live out their days. They live out their days in peace. But she chooses in the movie. We find out she chooses fucking avatars to represent her in her shit, and uh, they gain the ability of being alive, and they gain a stand, and the stand is their witch form for some fucking you know that's that's what mm-hmm. it is. Well, and I mean, so the girls, yeah, the girl she chooses as her um, representatives is of course Sayaka, and um and the new girl, which I found adorable. I I Nagisa. I'm glad Bebe was a part of the of the thing because I really I liked, liked that it design. Because yeah, the design was good. I loved her labyrinth. I loved how like yeah. cartoonish and I, childish it was. And it's even better when you get a backstory on, yeah. on Nagisa. Because like Nagisa's wish, um, including the movie and the series, Nagisa's wish was the worst wish. But she she didn't know it was gonna. It's like fucking what six years she old. She was like seven or eight years old, and she made the stupidest wish because she wasn't specific enough. Like she um like okay in reference, mommy's wish was that she didn't want to die in the car accident, mm-hmm. so she didn't die in the car accident. Um, which is kind of dumb considering she wouldn't have died regardless of what the wish she made was. Yeah. Um. But you see, Cubase thing is he finds them at their most desperate, and he's just like, "Hey, make a wish." Hey, what's up, girl? Hey, what's up? And <laughs> I got and this so contract. Bebe's um, Nagi says her mom was dying. I actually, she died already, wasn't it? Or was it she was like terminally ill? I think she was terminally ill. Yeah. So either way, her mom was on her deathbed, and um, she ends up making an impulsive wish, which is that she wanted to share one last um, slice of cheesecake with her mom. <laughs> And so mm. they ended up having one last slice of cheesecake, yeah, and then her mom died immediately old, after. Yeah. Which it's so sad because it's like, like I said, Cuba was going after like all these kids, like throughout time, uh, looking for yeah. these kids at their worst possible moment. Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, and all, all these other historical magical people. girls throughout time. <laughs> Throughout I'm, not, time. I'm not lying. This all happens at the end of the series. This, this all happens. happens. I, like... This isn't bullshit at all. Yeah. And you see the into the movie, and like I said, Nagis is in there and stuff like that. And the movie starts off like in the universe that uh, that Madoka had created, and um, well, they fight like, nightmares. And yeah, like they're fighting nightmares yeah, they're and fighting stuff nightmares. like that. And, and then mm-hmm. it turns out that like Cube and his uh, the other Cubes had like found. 
the um the universe or whatever and they, they were the anomaly dude they found nah. the anomaly and they were using it to fuck with homura specifically nah yeah. man i don't even think you remember the movie michael i don't I, but no i thought that was they were uh, no, they were trying um, to see what happens whenever a girl actually turns into a witch because madoka would stop them so yeah. they isolated homura to actually mm-hmm. have her turn into a fucking witch that's right. And so Madoka wasn't able to save her, so she just turned into a witch. And she ended up Actually, making what, a labyrinth. I forgot. What, was she in the process of becoming a witch already, or had she already become a witch in this? No, she, she hadn't become a witch. She had before her, become a witch, but she was yeah. Before her, her soul gem got completely tainted, they uh-huh. locked her into a little isolation thing, and they wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, All right. So either she's going to turn into a witch, and then she's going to die. Because a lot of the cycle comes around, or we're gonna see exactly what happens. Yeah, that's right. Because they were trying the to science. study Madoka too, weren't they? They're they're yeah. like trying to figure yeah, out. They the were wondering system. what the fuck's going on because like they went into her mind. Yeah, they're like, where are the witches? Girl, where are the witches? What's going on? What's here? going on? What's happening here? Where's our they knew power? Something was wrong. Yeah. So then, then we're like, all right. So then they lock her up, and then and... Madoka shows up inside of her head, and then you know Sayaka and. Uh, Everybody else Everybody is also else in is there. there. And there's a big explanation that it all makes enough sense. It makes enough sense. Enough. It makes enough Just sense. Enough. Yeah. Just I enough mean, to make some more movies. Yeah. Money, my mean. main draw to the movie when they first um, showed the trailer was the fact that there was like, it's okay, seemingly, because it, it ended up being misleading, because they made it seem like this it was a war of the witches. Misleading. So, like, it had. Yeah, okay. Well, in the commercial, because it had like all these thralls from like, um, from it looked like from Bebe because they hadn't announced Nagisa, mm-hmm. um, from Bebe and from Sayaka's uh, thralls. Like all of her, all of their familiars were like fighting each other. And that's what it made it seem like in the commercial. So I was like, are there just going to be a bunch of witches in the fucking movie? Sure enough, no. It was because Sayaka and uh, Nagisa have fucking stands and they, ha- they can summon their familiars at will and they were fighting against Homura's familiars. All right, yeah. but there is one thing that I really enjoyed the movie for, and it was just a bunch of fan wanking. But it was that fucking crazy ass anime fight that between fucking Mommy and Homura. Anime fight is I so Mommy and Homura. I thought it was really good because of the little details, like um, the fact that you could actually see Mommy's ribbon being tied around Homura before she left the penthouse. Yeah, hmm. Dude, she this... trailed her the entire time out there, and then she followed her, and then. You know, they had their whole fight, and she's like, Why are you with Bebe? And she's like, Why wouldn't I be? She's like, well, I just fucking ate your head, but you know, Dude, I want to watch more of those fights, they're so goddamn cool. Like, they were the... so anime with the guns, dude. The they bridges. were just showing off the fact that they finally got a budget. They were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Shaft was we like, can you do. thought we couldn't animate fights, didn't you? <laughs> so, basically, it was like rebuild Madoka Magica. Um, uh, yeah, nah, not really. It wasn't a recap movie. It was actually a sequel. Yeah, it was no, but I mean, 3.0 did continue the story. And like it did. It threw. It, it, in that sense, it did. Like it changed everything. So, yeah. so then, now and we're gonna wait end, for Madoka completely Magica throws the story on its head. One. No, you we're cannot. gonna watch. We're gonna wait for Madoka Magica four because in the end, you cannot. Hamura <laughs> essentially becomes the enemy of. Everybody, everybody, yeah. Because so, she locks the. Was it the universe or was it the gal or or the world? It was the universe, right? She locks her galaxy away right? inside of her. Thing. Her no, so I think it's the whole universe because it just kind of goes past the galaxy. Yeah, so, like yeah. she 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 trapped the entire universe in her witch's labyrinth. She's a demon and she, now. And because of like the experiment that they they did on her, she managed to ascend beyond the normal. Yeah witch thing so she retained her consciousness yeah but she's still crazy 
and the things so, that made right, her so well, powerful. Doka became God, and then she just becomes a devil. devil. Yeah, yeah. But so, my weird. question is, yeah. she she ripped Homer. I mean, she okay, this is the thing that I've two. always she. Yeah, she ripped um, uh, Madoka from the Law of Cycles. Yeah. But the Law of Cycles still continues, doesn't it? Yeah, it still goes on. Law, the yeah. Law of the Cycle is literally just outside the fucking labyrinth going, what the fuck? How do <laughs> yeah. I get in there? Yeah, so the Law of Cycle is still on? in existence. It just can't affect the universe that... Um, if her labyrinth were to ever go down, Madoka just kind of goes back into it. That's why, she, that's why she put the labyrinth up in the first place. Yeah, so she's keeping Madoka from being able to be a god. Because she believed that that was Madoka's wish. Because, like, in in that little universe that they had created, in that little world that they had created for Homura in the experiment, there's a, at some point Homura is like sitting with um, Madoka and she's like talking to him. And this is what sent her off the deep end, where she's just like, you know, if uh, you ever had to choose to not be in this, would you? And like, more or less, um, that Madoka, which was not the real Madoka, had said, um, you know, I wouldn't really want to be dealing with all this shit. And so she took that to heart. And when she snapped, she's like, oh, Madoka wasn't, doesn't want to do this. I got to save her. But it was the so real she... Madoka. Was it the real Madoka? Was there, because every time that, uh, when they explained how the little isolation thing works, uh-huh. things can go in, but stuff they can't, can't go come out. out. Yeah. That's why they, that was why they were confused. They were like, who's this pink haired girl? Yeah. I thought they had created so Madoka um, went the... in. No, uh-huh. dude, they don't know who the fuck Madoka is. Yeah. Ah. That's, that's their whole deal. They were like, you know, we wanted to see what would happen. And then, you know, this pink haired girl shows up. And we don't know who the fuck that is. That is. And then you, you named her. And then we realized, oh, my God, this is the thing that stops the thing. I see. Yeah. You see, if I were to listen to this conversation like three years ago, I'd be like, what the fuck is this anime about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I immediately stop and go watch it. Like I find the story interesting. That's yeah, why I, I continue to to go into it. Yeah, uh, this sounds really interesting. I really want to watch the third movie now. It kind of reminds me of yeah, like I'm 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 a sucker for those where they turn god and then just rebuild the world. Now you know what I could talk about? Fucking chef's backgrounds. Yeah. Beautiful, fucking gorgeous. Stills. When it comes to stills, nobody beats Shaft. Mm-hmm. You know, I Dude, every fucking scene in this fucking show is a goddamn wallpaper for me. I, fact, really I have is. a fucking folder full of wallpapers just that are clips <laughs> of the show. It really is, and I mean, because Shaft made Monogatari, Baka Monogatari, yeah. like, and hey, all of I will always love him for that because they introduced me to my one and true wife, Shinobu. So, <laughs> God bless Shaft, and. You know, when I watched this, I didn't know who actually made it. But looking at it now, it's so obvious that Shaft made the it. The head tilt. <laughs> it's so Dude, goddamn all those obvious. There's all like one per tilts. episode at least. Mm-hmm. I I don't have it on my computer at the moment. Um, it's somewhere on my external. I know I have like one of those where it's like all the head tilts in the show. <laughs> of like yeah. every show or just, just Madoka? No, Madoka, just like Madoka. all of them. No, no, but, but I also have another that. one that's like a whole bunch of like head tilts from different shows from Shaft. I was gonna say if you guys don't have the the clips of the or the the screenshots of the show from the original airing from the original run the oh, TV God. run where everyone's heads pretty... like super fucking wide yeah oh, they, they were as wide as that best. one uh, that other anime I forgot which one it was but all sketch. the girls in that one the, the yeah sketch, sketch that, they all had wide heads in that one yeah dude <laughs> it was fucking great I, was, I love looking back at them and then looking at like the Blu-ray releases and I'm like Jesus they, Christ like, everybody's proportions <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. I kind of missed them all having really wide heads. <laughs> also, Helicopter Sayaka. It was actually also, really, really cute. 
It was actually yeah. pretty jarring going from the regular release to the Blu-ray because I was like, what the fuck? What's going on? What is with these normal proportions? Dude, when I streamed it for you and for my friend, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Everybody looks the, the, like like everybody looks normal. <laughs> There's no super <laughs> wide heads. I wish I, I kind of miss that they, uh, they, you should look up the original running and then just like look for like just skim through it for like beautiful screenshots of really wide heads. I love their the things that they do with body language. I yes. love their mixing of art styles. I love the backgrounds. I love everything that Shaft does with the their animation. art direction is amazing. It's so great. However, so, I will say the black mark on their their history mm-hmm. was um that one show um Mikaku City Actors worst fucking show that Shaft ever produced um it was based off of a whole bunch of music videos that were done on Nico Nico and um those are pretty decent um they changed the vocals and they gave them like uh, cleaner cleaner vocals than Miku and they sounded decent um the issue was that the whole show was poorly done um, cause like the, the music videos, like they told their story and stuff like that. The anime tried to do that. However, they had really bad pacing issues. Um, they didn't really try with the animation. Uh, there were cute girls, of course. Cause I mean, Shaft can of do course. that shit perfectly. It's just like, they, they did it so badly. Like they didn't try. Like there were some of the laziest designs, um, as far as like the backdrops and, uh, the animation was worse than I was really accustomed to with Shaft. And, like, it, it just felt like they were just sitting there talking most of the time. And it's ironic <laughs> to say that with Bakamonogatari, like, being one of my favorite shows. But, like, it was, like, unentertaining talking. That sucks. Like, it, it, it was, like, how do I put it? Like, they did it just to save frames because they didn't want to, like, animate shit. Like, like, you could tell Shaft, like, they were either forced to do it or they did it as a quick cash grab. Like, I, that will never not be the worst one. And, like, while it has a 7.19 on uh, my, anime list. my anime list, I, mean, I everything believe it has deserves a about a 4. There. You see, that, that's an issue with rating in general. People are so afraid to rate things a 5 or a 6. Like, yeah. they're so terrified of it because they're like, oh, yeah. well, that means what if bad. they get What if they get angry? Yeah, it's like <laughs> they, they, they automatically assume that's bad. And it's like, no. A five or a five six is just average. That was that or was average. average. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seven is average. Okay. Yeah, six is okay, and then it goes up from there. Seven but is good. I feel good. like people over time have misunderstood that, and like they think mm-hmm. seven is like the bare minimum of something you can give without saying that it's shit. It's all thanks like, to video games. It really well, is, and like it's it's just so dumb. Yeah. Well, I think we're also conditioned to that because like. Uh, isn't like a seven passing uh, in school as well? Yes, you see, I agree with that. I believe Probably. we are, you know, in modern society are conditioned to believe that, and I it just bleeds into everything else. However, like I can see that that's like you know it, it shouldn't be that way. Nah. Yeah. What do you guys think mm-hmm. of the designs for the action, for the characters in Madoka? Ah. Ah yeah. Pleasing. I enjoyed him. Yeah. I really like them. They're I, I love mommy's. Mommy's design was my favorite. Mommy's design was my favorite. I don't know if you guys can I tell, fucking... but Sayaka's was my favorite. I use it for wallpaper <laughs> on literally everything I fucking own. Frankie's wife was fucking Sayaka. Yeah. When when the show was airing, he talked nonstop about her. His avatar and fucking everything was Sayaka. And my avatar. He used Sayaka, to have his actually. team speak. Yeah. And his right team now, speak. It his... was fucking. Uh... Sayaka yeah, his right now is Sayaka. 
in TeamSpeak for the longest time, he had that uh, Sayaka image where she's wearing sunglasses and it says, that's not very cash money of you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. And uh, for the like years, he had it like that. Yeah, I remember. He's the best. <laughs> Frankie fucking loves Sayaka. I will say my char- my favorite characters were Mommy because of design. Uh, great. Uh, I really like Kyoko. Um, her design was really good, and I liked her. And I liked her character. And yes, I fucking love fanged characters. I love everything um, about her design. I don't like her actual like, I, like, uh, personality. I actually like her. I liked her personality. I like parts I, I liked of her. her I do like her because, like I said before, dude, she's uh, I liked very her bratty. Just pretends to be yeah. selfish. She's she's what Sayaka should have been. Yeah, like they're, they're she, what Sayaka opposites. wanted to yeah, be. They're, they're, they're she's what Sayaka wanted to be. Yeah, she's what Sayaka wanted to be and what she thought she was. And Sayaka's, you know, or and uh, Kyoko's the exact opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nagisa, I like her because she was clearly uh, just fan service bait, and because I found her story tragic. Yeah. And also I love like her design overall is really nice. A lot of people don't like the like the coat thing she wears cuz it looks really weird. I like I it. Like it her right. whole design is goofy as it's goofy. Like I like it because it fits with Bebe's like whole, you know, thing where it's just like it's really weird, outlandish, colorful. I like that dude. She she calls her Bebe because every time they say Bebe, it reminds me of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> Bebe. Bebe. And how can you beat your magical trumpet, your magical bubble trumpet, to summon your yeah. familiars? That was the best Dude. thing of that movie. And I then she had her fucking uh... hollow mask where she puts on the clown mask yeah. and everything. She fucking releases her Zanpakuto and shit. You don't you She's have no idea how fucking cool it is when fucking Saika just unfurls her cape and like a shit ton of fucking swords just show that up. That is thought, pretty fucking yeah. cool. It was good, and the movie did really good with it. Yeah, I loved it. You know what's even better is the fact that if you notice that there's like a trigger on the on the swords. Yeah, it's uh, a gun blade. The blade shoots out. Yeah, the blade shoots out. Yeah, the gun. They're gun blades. She has gun blades. She just modeled herself after mommy, basically. Yeah, Yeah. she did, and it was because they looked up to mommy. So, like, there's a lot of visual hints as to like the personalities of the characters. And, and yeah. I will be also, the first Homura's to say, time I was, stop ability Damn. is pretty fucking cool. It, it makes great, it makes all the fights was, look awesome. It was cool yeah. because she got progressively better at time stop. Because when they first introduced her, like uh, when they showed the flashback of her, as dude, a she was beginner trash. magical girl. She was garbage. She was she had and, the best ability, but she was fucking garbage. I'm gonna, and, I'm gonna like, smack she had with this, no talent. With and they even explained it, like <laughs> when all the because. In her main timeline, all of the magical girls um, were really strong. Like, Madoka was strong. All of them were really, like, adept at doing their own shit. Um, given, you know, sh- uh, she inadvertently made Madoka even stronger. Yeah. But even at that stage, Madoka was pretty was strong. Similar, yeah. yeah, but Homura, even with the ability to time stop, was fucking garbage. Yeah. Like, she, she couldn't hold time stop for very long, and she didn't know what to do. So, I forgot. I think it was Mommy that suggested store weapons in your fucking shield, and yeah. her shield's like a magical bag that can just hide a whole bunch of shit inside of it. She just breaks into like, a fucking military base. Like, I cannot emphasize Dude, she enough. she stole tanks and shit. 
I cannot emphasize enough how great some of those fights with her were, like, later on, where she would just whip out rocket launchers from her fucking shield. Yeah. Like, my, my favorite part was when she was fighting Vapurgus Knight. Vapurgus Knight. Which is Vapurgus Knight. Yeah. Um, and that was my favorite because she had all these explosions. Everything. Oh, a fucking Navy battleship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything in there. It a gigantic colossal wall of lasers and shit and it yes. was a good representation that like even people with shit abilities can actually come out on top if they manage to take advantage of it if they can uh if they can time. master yeah if she's so redone she fucking, time like a bajillion times she gets yeah it. she she fucked with time quite a bit and it ended up having i mean it wasn't really her fault it was, her no. wish was very weird she was like i want to protect madoka I want to yeah, see that was what it does is it makes her go back in time to protect Madoka. Yeah, <laughs> as many times as it takes. With and the backfire was that for every time she went back in time, a timeline was directed towards the one that Madoka was alive in. So yeah. like all of them kept getting redirected to the living Madoka until finally we reached the one that we have in the show, and she was uh, fucking extremely powerful when she became I- uh, you know a magical girl. I really like what the series does when they take your, you know, your stereotypical, you know, bad guy character mm-hmm. and, you know, ha- having not known it, anything about it the first time I watched it. And they keep introducing her as like the bad guy and they make you mm-hmm. hate her and all the things that she does. And then slowly but surely you they release more of her backstory yeah, and then you end up, like you end up fucking her. loving or I ended up loving Homura a lot more. I really feeling for Homura. Like yeah. I never, I never really felt for Homura, and then when the movie came out, I hated her even more. <laughs> like no, that was just I, my I fucking, thing. I, I came when the movie came out. I was like, oh, I couldn't gosh, like she her. became dead. Like, she became devil. So edge, I love. I was. Yeah. It, it was good because she knew she was like you know edgy as fuck. Like she knew she became a parody of herself. Yeah. Like especially at that final scene where she like throws herself off the edge or whatever. Like she knows she's fucking. She's retarded, but yeah, she has so, yeah. her mind kind of broke. Yeah. yeah. Like she, she's a, she's completely like a, aware of her of her retarded actions, but she can't help it because mm-hmm. she's just like she's bound by like not only her love but because of her wish. She's mm-hmm. locked herself into this fate. And so, like, I'm assuming in the next movie, it's going to be about her, like, expecting Madoka to finally defeat her or something like that. So that'll be that. But I was really, like, I actually got really excited during the movie when Sayaka actually brought out um, Gretchen. Well, I was like, damn. Who the hell's Gretchen? Wait, no, not Gretchen. What was the... Octavia. Octavia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Frank. I'm going to kill you, me. Michael. <laughs> Gretchen. I'm, I'm sorry. Kill. It was Octavia. Gretchen was who? Um, that's Madoka's supposed one, isn't it? Gretchen. Uh, I don't know. I, I would I'm ask Gretchen sure, because he has them all memorized. So, it, I'm nah. pretty sure Gretchen was the one that um, Madoka is, like, not fated, but if she ever becomes a witch, if she'll she become Gretchen. Witch, that would be it. Yeah, she'd be Gretchen. I'm sorry. Yeah, Octavia is. Uh, I, I really liked it when she pulled out Octavia. Because I like, like they they literally become stands for these characters. Like <laughs> um, uh, Nagisa actually summons uh, Bebe. Like she, it, it starts flying around for her and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, 
gets pretty out of hand. <laughs> He's got pretty last, crazy like, at that. Thirty minutes is like, oh god. I loved, I loved the battle. Like it was really cool. Like with the whole Nutcracker things and yeah. everything. It was, it was I, so like, it was so over the top. And I loved the visuals for it. Like I love that paper look that all of the things have. Like it's so nice. And Monogatari does the same thing for a lot of their endings. Mm-hmm. Like I love that that paper paper craft like shit. It's yeah. just, Fucking amazing. It's, speaking cool. of the paper crab, that's what I fucking loved is is the labyrinths and and the witches. Oh yeah, the witches. labyrinths. Yeah, yeah, labyrinths. Like I said, Bebe's Bebe's labyrinth was fucking great. Like, I love the TV one. It's probably one of my favorites. Uh, whenever they just get rid of Madoka's outline and it yeah. starts fucking warping everything. Oh, like, yeah. oh dude, yeah. this looks cool as fuck. And the witches' labyrinths. Uh, they were very nice because I liked how like crazy they could get with them, and mm. the visuals like the visuals would change very heavily. Yeah, yep. like when also, uh, Sayaka was gonna kill those dudes in the fucking bus. Yeah, dude, she was gonna kill him. Oh, uh, but no, I, I got that reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in the whole freaking anime is whenever Sayaka's like, "Turn off my pain inhibitors." Oh yeah, <laughs> and she's she like, just starts going the pain. And then she's, and, uh, I'm she's gonna like go all out. Abandon. And then she's smiling and slashing, and her shadows all cool. And you're and like, shit. "Damn, you're so edgy, you're so fucking and then, cool, Sayaka." And then you keep Bad thinking man, about it, and you're like, "God, why am I like uh. this?" <laughs> 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 uh, and, I feel like Sayaka was meant to be more of the like the everyman. Like, like Madoka is the main character. She's where the it's centered around. Mm-hmm. However, it's from more of like Sayaka's point of view, if that makes sense. No, like, it's it's not Sayaka's point of view. The 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 show is pretty much all Madoka's like point of view. We're we're learning everything through yeah, her eyes. No, but I feel Sayaka's like arc more focus takes up a big Sayaka. Sayaka's arc takes up a big part of the anime. I guess yeah. that's where that's I would get is. that from. Yeah. I was really when I first when I watched it two three years ago whatever it was, and I watched that intro. I was like, man, uh, that those first thirty seconds sure looked fucking awesome. I I hope something happened, and I was like, slightly disappointed that it uh it never got anything to that scale until uh the actual end of the anime. Then having it actually come uh come to this gigantic climax battle at the end made me so mm-hmm. happy. And then now having watched the movie and it just spoiled me even more to loving it more. <laughs> yep. It was the best. Like that movie was uh, a day of, uh, I was like, oh man, I wonder what this is going to be like. And uh, watching it with fresh eyes for the first time, surrounded by a theater full of weebs who also love Madoka. <laughs> it's uh, it it's a really great. nice experience to see movies with a whole bunch of people that are fans of the same shit that you are. Like yeah. when, what one? No, I was going to say that's uh, Kind of sounds like it would be a double-edged sword. Oh, where you'll meet weird people that are there too, or like yeah, or people don't belong there. I mean, that's show. how it was with the Monogatari movie when we saw Kizu the first part. Um, I mean, there's that infamous geisha girl that Dude, that uh, was the best. Okay, so we go to the movie and there's all these people there, and it was cool because like all these people are talking about the show, and I was like, you know, it's not often that like you know I actually see a lot of people that enjoy the show like I do. And we have our own row and stuff. And across, like at the end of the row, um, to where we were all sitting, there's this girl who's dressed up in a like she's got the kimono and a fucking straw hat and shit, and she's just like there in the movie theater. Well, in the Kizumonogatari series, um, there's a scene in the first part where um, Araragi loses control of himself and he starts like uncontrollably like rubbing Shinobu's head 
and he's just like petting her just constantly because because Araragi is a fucking lolicon and so he's just like he's going crazy with it and stuff like that and she's smiling and he's like fucking like and he's fucking snorting like a bull like he's fucking he's into (laughs) it and then this girl she the, the the geisha she she gets up from the theater and she just fucking walks out and so our thing is that like she was like you know she fucking she walked into this movie theater you know ready to embrace their culture the japanese <laughs> i come here wearing the garb of their people ready to embrace their culture with open arms and this is what i get i'm done with japan and so she walks <laughs> out well, Whereas originally I that was, like, was one of my favorite. Uh, everybody in that theater was in love at that moment. I fucking. I, I, I remember. It. I told Mike, "Is like maybe she just went to the bathroom, then she never she came never back." Came back. <laughs> oh my god! I think we talked about everyone's design except for uh, Madoka's design, which is probably one of the most pleasing designs. It's mm. very not generic, but um, it fits that uh, magical fits girl. If it's yeah, she's, she's very magical girl. girl. Like, yeah. she's, you know. Another thing I I really liked about the show was that they did. Mommy had enormous breasts. Mommy had enormous breasts, Maddie, especially like. especially in comparison to everybody else. Like when they showed yeah, him in that line. She was only like a year older too. Yeah. Yep. Dude, she's Dutch. Dutch chicks have fucking milk tits. <laughs> I just felt so bad for her because she was just lonely. Like, Uh, she was just lonely. She wanted friends. And then she dies in this lonely and arrogant. Yeah. I mean, she was a bit uh, arrogant, but it was she was the only one running shit alongside Kyoko for a long time. Like, you develop an arrogance because you're like, I'm the only one doing this shit. And uh, then all of a sudden, fucking three more magical girls show up, and you're like, hmm. When Sayaka and Madoka were like uh, gawking over her during the series, I was like, "She's not that cool." But then during the movie after that fight, I I was like, "Man, mommy's no, so no, she's, mommy's she's pretty fucking, fucking cool. She's, she's fucking pretty strong. Best. It's just that she was arrogant and she yeah, died for she it was trying to in the third episode. And... Like, had she not tried to show off, she would have lived and she would have done good. But she, she decided to show off for her." For Dude, her she, fucking she fucking curtsied and, and shotguns came out of her skirt. And that's that's what mm-hmm. happens when you show off in front of your fucking kohais and then you die. <laughs> hey guys, hold my beer. Watch watch me kill this witch. And then, <laughs> then she gets ahead. Yeah. And then sure, it's it's funny how it goes around when in the movie now she shipped with a with the very witch that fucking killed her. Don't you understand the joke I'm always telling you, Michael? Fucking Nagisa, all she wants to do is eat the cheese, and mommy is the cheese. <laughs> mommy is, mommy the, is cheese. the cheese. And then that goes into our adventure in Ushikan, when that was a question where we had to listen to a clip of the dub where it's like, I am the cheese. <laughs> and everyone else was like, what could that clip be? And I, I had this light bulb go up in my head, and it was like Frankie was I standing know. next to me, and he's like, Mike, you know the answer? <laughs> and I was like, I do. You know the answer, Frankie. <laughs> and it's funny because I I actually did text Frankie immediately after we got that right, and I was like, Frankie, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting it. I'm like, oh shit, Michael, good job. Because <laughs> oh, nobody fuck. else fucking understood that. Because like when they were going over the answers, like they said it, and our table fucking went crazy, and everyone else was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Because it's just it's a random clip. It's yeah. such a small part of the movie. Dude, the fucking English dub of that scene is so fucking weird. It was I, no, no, no. But you know the best part about that scene is we went to watch this movie, right? And it was me and my roommate uh, Efren. 
and his sister, because his sister also watched the series, like, to completion before the movie came out. And then, um, like, I guess last minute he had an extra ticket or something, but his mom didn't want to just stay around at the apartment all day oh. uh, while she was here, because she's the one that brought his sister. And so she said, well, I'll go watch this movie with you, because I got nothing <laughs> else to do. And I was like, oh, man. And I was like, well, I'm not sitting next to any of you. So I sat next to some random weave that I made friends with. And... Oh man, the movie opens, and you know how the movie opens, right? With the, with the big fight scene, and then it yeah, goes yeah. to that fucking we're all just fucking doing yeah. stupid oh, dance. Oh my god! And dude, fucking this scene hits, and I'm like, oh fuck, am I so gonna sit next to her? I look over, his mom has the fucking this the most disturbed look on her face. Like <laughs> this is what you watch? <laughs> no, I swear it's not always like this. No, no, there's oh action. God, mom. There's there's, there's, there's a rhyme to no. the reason. Trust, no, it it's. It's not what you think. I, I promise. It's it's really really cool. <laughs> it was oh, it hurt my heart so much. <laughs> uh, but now I, I was gonna say. Oh I assume she understood later on, but at that yeah. point it was like, no, mijo, no. <laughs> no, no. She walked out. If she would have walked out of the theater at that. No, no, point, no that's the best thing is that she didn't walk out. She stayed. She toughed it out till the <laughs> end. She's like, ay, qué bonito las chinas. <laughs> Las monas chinas también bien bonitas, mijo. Bien moe, tan moe están. <laughs> oh, that was that was one of the best experiences. That was the first time I've ever been to an Alamo draft house, and that that sealed the deal for me. It was <laughs> like, man, you've been in a love affair with that theater ever since. Yep. Uh, but uh, I, I can eat food and watch, and my friend's mom be disappointed in him. Oh, baby. <laughs> I love that they made all the. They didn't make them your stereotypical Japanese girls. Uh, they made them all stand out. They all had different hair colors. They all had uh, different quirks and personalities. And then the one mm-hmm. that they actually made uh, your archetype uh, schoolgirl character was Homura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. she, you know, they portrayed her as a villain and blah, blah, blah. I really like that about that. But Juan. Might I mention, yes. uh, might I mention the best character in the show is fucking Madoka's mom. She oh, yeah. is pretty Sassy hot. Milf. She is pretty hot. She's she pretty great. Just yeah. in, like, it's just in general. So one of the best yeah. people on the show. She's well, the most level headed. Her dad her is cool different. too. Her dad, I like yeah. her dad. I like her dad. Her dad's cool. The, her brother's cute. But hey. yeah. Eh, then he becomes an only child. Then he becomes, oh, an, only becomes an only child. I can't remember he has an older sister. Well, no, it's, an, it's his imaginary friend. Madoka, Madoka, what are you saying? That name sounds pretty. That name sounds pretty. <laughs> uh, Juan, yes. Having having be having you been a man of the internet in the past mm-hmm. uh, since 2011 when the show came out, mm-hmm. um, how did you you came across that uh, mommy meme right where it's just a thing and then her head comes off or whatever, like? They just draw her, and then whatever happens, like it's a fridge, and her, the top of her head's on the top of the fridge, and her body's at the bottom. And you know, you came across that mommy meme, right? Or were no. you able to avoid it? No, no, because I felt like it was everywhere. So it was you know, pretty much everywhere. I maybe Juan just avoided it in a good way. Like, did did you know that mommy died at all? Because I know. Uh, I think I, that we said it in the like episode before, but I don't know if you were paying attention or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept saying like, "Oh, wait until she hits the fan." I was like, "Oh, well, I know what's gonna happen," but I wasn't. Uh, you weren't prepared. Yeah, I wasn't prepared. Yeah, 
So you're just knew- sitting there with his. Uh, he already had his mommy mug pre-ordered. He just <laughs> out of there. I really do like mommy, had- and I'm glad they gave her more time in the in movie. the movie. I enjoyed it because I like mommy. Like she's got a good design. She was cool. She's really cute. Some of the best Dojins. <laughs> um, it's mixing the best. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, the weird thing is, I like Kyoko's Dojins. Like, um, Kyoko's not even speaking solely from the perverted sense, but in that, like, a lot of hers are like either melancholy or they're very sweet. Like, I enjoy hers. Like, not even the the Yuri ones. Like other ones where they pair her with random males. I really yeah. like them. Disgusting. You're fucking I, filthy, Mike. Fuck you. You're ruining like the purity Yuri is the of the purest show. form of love. She can fuck never be tainted by a penis. Fuck I'm sorry. Fuck Disgusting. I love Anyways, you. I like it because a lot of those dojins usually have an actual relationship dynamic in that like either the male dies or it's just like some other shit like that. Like I, I like I, I like the whole thing that they do with her. Like the people that usually make her dojins are actually like putting their effort into it and it's it's really nice the mommy ones are pure like fucking just just wank material while i enjoy that it's like yeah it's great yeah but i'm just saying like they they, a lot of people actually put effort into the kyoko ones and i actually enjoy reading it's kind of like with um with uh uh majitsu no index i um i love index as a series um, my favorite girl is fucking Bitty Bitty, and her dojins are exactly the same. They have a lot of effort put into them. They're usually the same ship where it's her and Toma. Fucking love the stories like that. They're great. Um, and I realize that uh, the light novel will ever have a conclusive girl win, and so these dojins are my only way of indulging these things. <laughs> You see, mm-hmm. I am Toma. So when I select a girl, <laughs> so we're all, actually, we're all just actually passing have that lighter. Do you actually yeah. have that lighter? I actually have that lighter. Where'd you I buy it? To buy one. And then I, I got it at Arts Cow. I need I need that lighter. I, I've seen that lighter. Like, I, don't, I don't even use lighters. I gave it to Efren and he forgot it because uh, <laughs> Mommy's his favorite character. So I, he forgot it here though. I, I, I love fell Mommy in love with her because uh, because of the movie. If it weren't for like, the movie, I wouldn't care for her at all. I liked her. I liked her even in the series because, like I said, she's she's a lonely character that just wanted Man. to make friends, and Look, she fucked up by trying is, to impress them. She was arrogant, and she was, uh, you know, just it was all fucking all fluff, no, 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 no stuff, you know. Yeah. No tough. She was just kind of pretending to be the strongest, you know. Yeah, she really, she really was. Like she was deserved to die. Her thing was that she, she, she was ex- she was she was experienced. She was not the most powerful, but she mm-hmm. was experienced. And I I liked her like being there. I was like, you know, she can she can teach them more or less. You know, she can like help them out, and they'll be a group. And she was so year. fucking happy that she met she other was magical so girls. Goddamn happy. Mm-hmm. She was now so I'm happy. Gonna have friends. She wanted like, to protect even, their smiles. Even that she, even though she didn't let it on, she was so fucking happy that there was other people there to share this shit with, and then she dies. But that's what happens when you have Genurubochi fucking doing this shit. One of the writers of my one of my favorite and most hated animes, uh, Phantom Requiem of the Phantom, because I fucking love that show so much. And I hate Dude. it so much. One of my top fucking uh, 15 animes of all time. Fucking psychopaths. <laughs> and oh, Urubochi. And you know, the worst part is like people consider him really edgy, but when they actually let an edgy dude do season two of Psychopaths, it didn't go so well. 
<laughs> I just uh, pretend it doesn't exist. I don't. I pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, like what Pat like, said uh, with season one. <laughs> yeah, much like uh, with um, fucking Darker Than Black season two. But yeah, like Genrobochi, he's he's a decent writer. However, he's um, like not predictable. However, you can kind of tell like what kind of themes might be showing up. In yeah, his they just have, they nothing ends happy. All his enemies. I mean, he he did have the name the Butcher for quite a while. Uro yeah. Butcher. Uro Butcher, and it was because of Madoka, and because we're nearing the end, I guess, and because I feel the need to bring this up, Madoka was, um, in essence, not entirely an homage to a common writer series that Gan Urobochi had derived a lot of his inspiration from in general. Like he saw this series and he was like, I know what I must do. <laughs> and was it the so, guy on the motorcycle with the black suit? It was Ryuki. Oh, how'd you know? <laughs> Kamen Rider Kamen Rider Ryuki. He saw this series and he was like, I have to do this. Ryuki has a lot of similar themes um as far as wishes go. And as far as the main character sacrificing themselves in the end in order to, uh, you know, save the populace and this and that. And there's a lot of similarities with the characters in the series. Like, um, of course, uh, the main character in that series is Shinji. And uh, Shinji is just like Madoka. They're both pretty, uh, they're not, Shinji's pretty stupid. And it's because he just doesn't understand how the world works, I guess, like that, and how bleak things can be. Madoka's stupid. She's kind of naive and pure. That's why he's pure. Shinji is very pure, but he's also stupid. And Madoka is very pure. And I would go so so far just to say Shinji's kind of an idiot. Yeah, like they're they're both. You see, that's the thing. They mean well. And so that's the similarities. And then in comes the secondary, which was Knight. Um, he was, of, of course, a knight. Sayaka's theme was that she was a knight. And Dude, they're the both similar characters in that they were, like, not super... They were kind of edgy. They were very over the edge because they were both fighting for somebody that they loved that in the end was most not like most likely not going to love them back in their entirety. And, yeah, they had the knight theme going on. Kyoko was... Like her thing was, uh, she was kind of like the not the wild card, but like nobody really knew if she was gonna like actually turn out to help anybody, even though she sort of meant well. She had parallels with another character, like everyone had kind of like a character that they meshed with. Mm. Um, like Kyoko's character that she uh, was pretty similar to was a lawyer who had cancer, and his wish was just to get better, like he just wanted to get better, and they were similar. They were similar, not in the whole, because Kyoko's thing was like she wished just for her dad to, you know, be, you know, successful and stuff. She wanted people to listen to her dad. And then people people literally listened to her dad. They followed him (laughs) like a cult. Um, But yeah, this dude's thing was that he just wanted to get better from his cancer. He was a lawyer, but they share personality traits in that nobody really knew what they meant. Like if they were like, actually, if they were complete assholes, if they were trying to help people or what was going on, because they were a bit of both. They were like, a wild card in that sense. And so they 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 mix with that. Um, another person I could say Saika was really close to was this dude named... Uh, well, he, he was coming right at Tiger. Tiger wanted to be a hero, but in the most superficial sense. Like, he wanted to be a hero and that, like, everybody will see me as a hero because I'm beating the bad guys or this or that. But he was willing to do, like, fucking Sasuke Uchiha shit to get to that point. <laughs> like, at some point, he befriends a guy and they become really close friends. And he's like, now that we're close friends, I'm going to kill you because a hero needs tragedy in his life. 
And Sayaka didn't reach that point, but it was like in the sense that like she was reaching a very morally gray point. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah, like I I like that, um, you know, Urobochi ended up drawing for that. And that's why I like Urobochi because he uses a lot of like shit that came from that series. And that was my most favorite series. And so it's nice seeing, you know, somebody that was also a fan of the same series you know, kind of add shit to that. And um, another thing that's not related to that, Gen Urobuchi, um directed a uh, Taiwanese puppet series oh, called that thing. Uh, Thunderbolt that Fantasy. Also? Thunderbolt Fantasy. Oh. God damn. Was that one of the best fucking puppet shows I have ever seen? Have, like, how many puppet shows have you seen, seen before? <laughs> I have not seen very many except for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. However, Is I will really say a puppet that show. Thunderbolt, <laughs> Thunderbolt Fantasy was fucking great. It was like watching an anime with puppets. Like they had so much articulation, mm-hmm. like and the body language because they're puppets. They can't, you know, they can't articulate the smiles and the mouths and stuff like that. So mm. they have to rely on body language. And these fucking puppeteers are just amazing. Like the the music that they use is really good. The um the stages that they created for the fighting was fucking amazing. Choreography was really great. Like all of this shit in a puppet show, and it was directed by Gen Urobochi, and it, it was really good. Like the whole like I feel like me and Brian were like the only fucking people that saw it. Like when it was coming out, it, it was it was great, and it's got a season two coming up. So I feel, I I just want to say people should really watch that show. And I heard a lot about that show when it was out. Um, it was really good. Like it was surprisingly good. I did not expect a fucking puppet show to be that great. Or be on Crunchyroll, but I'm <laughs> Or be on Crunchyroll for that matter. I mean, shit, we got um, we got Ultraman. Yeah, you, on yeah, you, you get your J dramas now and your whatever else the hell they have now. Can't wait for your fucking common writer to come on on Crunchyroll. Uh, you wish. I wish. Uh, yeah, That'd make I everything too easy. We won't. See. You know, the weird thing is, common writer actually comes out on Netflix in Japan. In wow. HD, that like the sucks. 1080p releases, they get them early on Netflix, and it's like, come on, and that sucks for your region, yeah, fucking region. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll hopefully eventually someday Japan will finally catch up and they'll be like, people like streaming <laughs> services, maybe we should do a streaming service, maybe. But, um, I digress, common writer, I digress. All right, so tell me about the music, Mike. Tell me about the oh, music, man. Oh, tell me about God. the best soundtrack in all of anime. Uh, that, that, that might, that's a bit of hyperbole, but it's pretty great. <laughs> the music, music is, is honestly one of the few music dead. I can hear that fucking opening thing and my heart will start to soar and I can hear the fucking <laughs> mafia. I, I'm not even fucking joking. If I hear that fucking opening song, like I just I get transported back in time to 2011 <laughs> and I was fucking watching this show for the first time. And, uh, you know. All that wonder and excitement I felt for the first episode, and I was like, "Man, it's a magical girl show." And, uh, oh, and then, oh, oh, uh, and then it and becomes Frankie something fell else. Fell in love with his one true wife. His one true love. <laughs> you see, I feel then, like that's uh, a thing every anime fan should eventually come to. You can have as many seasonal waifus as you like, but there should always be one you come home to. And that's any <laughs> one, that that's one that you own One that you own a mug of multiple nendoroids and, uh, and one you have fucking you got keychains and t-shirts and capes of and shit like that. Everybody <laughs> yeah. that I know has seen my shrine of Shinobu, and I yes. fucking have that. And it's so not bad. That. 
But yeah, no, it the will fucking be opening song is like one of my favorite things to just hear come up. And then Mahia's uh, the track, the ending track is like yeah, one of the things I have on like playlists. Shaft is very like good with musical accompaniment. Like they yeah. they contract very good music people. Like they're it's consistently good. Even <laughs> even the background music is yeah. way better than a lot of the other shit that they that any anime does. Because uh, I still I can still hear a lot of the, like the battle music that they use. Where, yeah. Uh, I I really want to download that soundtrack. <laughs> I'm sure like, you can no find joke. it. Still. Man, I'm like, sure. Uh, I, I'm sure I can. It's popular enough that you could find. Uh, like, there's some other shit, like uh, shows that I had to download immediately because I know that they will never be found again. Like this one show called Majid Bone. I know I'm never gonna find an OST from there again with not dead links. I guarantee <laughs> no one here knows what Majin Bone is. Hey, I can pretend. Is it to like know, Majin like... Bobo with skeletons? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually based off of like a fucking sort of gacha game. It's like a card game in Japan. It's popular only in Japan, and they made an anime for it. Um, go figure, uh, f- funded and animated by Toei. Yeah, and it, it was very underrated because, like, the series itself, the story was very weak. However, what they had done with the animation was amazing in the sense that they did CGI with the fights, right? But they, they brought in these professional martial artists, and they had them wear, like, the posing suits and stuff like that, and they were fighting each other like that. The fights... It felt great, and the the CGI was fucking amazing. Like they did really good with the fights. Like they they weighted them properly, and like they had actual professionals doing these things. Like they looked really good. But it was a very underrated show because of that. Like because of Toei, because it was based off of pretty much a gacha game, and because it was really only popular in Japan. I don't think any of their games even came to America, even though they came out for like the 3DS. So Frankie, what was your favorite part of the movie? The movie, the third movie, the in case it isn't obvious, it's the fucking uh, uh Sayak and uh, Kyoko team up attack. <laughs> and then essentially, and what is when, a lesbian confession on the what is the confession that they love each other? Yes, yeah, that was a, that was the thing. That was I little... mean, and like it, you can pretend that the that the whole lesbian thing it doesn't exist. Uh, you can do hey, that all you want, even they're, past they're, that. They're really but when close it, no, no, you see, you dude. see, you can continue denying it. <laughs> I mean, but when you get crazy. to the ending of that movie, when you get to the end of the movie, you can't fucking say that that wasn't the case. When Homura flat out says that she is in love with Madoka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you try <laughs> to save someone's her. life over the course of a bajillion lifetimes, you kind of fall yeah. in love. Yeah. She loves her so much that her love overtook her and made her into the devil. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, movie four. Yeah, I'm actually uh I will actually excited. yeah, if if it comes out in the movies, which it most likely will, I will see it with your friend this, this time. time. I will this go time to the theater with movie you. theater. Maybe this time when I go to the movie theater, the people will give me a fucking frame. <laughs> I'm supposed to get a frame of fucking Saika and Kyoko signed oh. by the fucking artist. Uh, but they gave it all out to the people who went to the fucking screenings for the first two movies, which I didn't I care I remember to you to. said that. Frankie was pissed when that... When I mean, that, I'd when be kind of pissed, too, if that was yeah. promised. You know, I was pissed about when we went to go see Pacific Rim, and then it turns out the better posters were at the fucking Cinemark. Because we went yep. to the Alamo Draft House, and they gave us, like, these these nice-looking posters. Oh, we didn't but go to the Draft House. We went to the Palladium. No, that's right. Went to the Palladium, but it turns out at the Cinemark they were giving out ones that were drawn by the dude that does all the art for um for Metal Gear. 
Oh, yep. Those are fucking beautiful. Better. Yeah, they looked a lot better. All right, Frankie, I'll start with you. How was it watching it for the millionth time or however many times you've watched this? Dude, I will watch this show as many times as I fucking need to. I, I do not turn down like a, a reason to rewatch this show. I it is legitimately in my top fifteen, or actually top ten. I feel like I when I when we got this, I was like, oh, I might not like this as much because uh, I already know everything that's gonna happen. But watching it again made me appreciate it a lot more uh, than the first time that I watched it, and I yeah, was pleasantly surprised. Rewatches really that. do. Uh really do add more to it no it depends on if you like the show to begin with if yeah you just it got really through it you're depends. like i don't want to watch it again yeah but if you actually really like the show watching it again you appreciate it a lot more yeah and i watched it and i actually went out of my way to watch it in a dub so i could actually like see all the stuff that's going on as opposed to paying attention to the subtitles because i suck at reading Oh man, I can't I can't do the dub on this one. I, I usually can in every anime, but oh man, Sayaka's voice is too grating. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like mommy's I liked Madoka's Like everyone's voice like, is okay. Yeah. But Sayaka's voice is an atrocity in this fucking They dub. ruined your waifu. They ruined <laughs> it. That's why I can't go more than like a minute. <laughs> is there a dub for Monogatari? I wish but I, no. I only asked because I was afraid. I was like, who would they give Shinobu's voice to? Nobody that you'll like. Exactly. I, I won't like like anybody's voice. That's the thing. Like I was scared. I was like, I, See, I Michael, wish that there was a dub they, so I could pay attention to all the stuff that's going they on. They have to do what they have to do for the Devil Monogatari is they have they have to have fucking Shinobu be voiced by like Adam Sandler or something. <laughs> Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Like that way, you can't be like, "Oh, this girl sounds awful." You're like, "Well, it's already Adam Sandler." <laughs> Sandler. Like, what did Adam you expect? <laughs> like, I, I just, yeah, Nuni's right though. I would not be satisfied with like any female voice actor. Like, I don't think it would be easy to yeah. dub that though, because of like all the wordplay and how quickly like they say they gotta shit. they gotta do some shit with all that writing in order to make it play well. Yeah, and a lot of it is like uh, it's visually. And they also gotta driven. set it in America. They gotta change it from like Tokyo to like New York. They gotta redo <laughs> the intros donuts. and the outros. Make a rap about it. <laughs> oh, God. I was actually watching a video about that before. But Mike, <laughs> how was it watching it for? I'm assuming the second time. Uh, it's like the third time. Um, wow. I, I mean, I still this show too. I, I don't though. That's the thing. Um, it's it's still as it is. Like I said, like I don't hate it. I don't absolutely love it, but I think it's all right. And it has a very good rewatchability value. Mm-hmm. How was it for you, Juan? I I really really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Really, really enjoyed it. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Wow. Whoa. That's a hard really. <laughs> What'd you rate it, Juan? You mm-hmm. being the, the newest of the of the watchies. The, the newest of the magical. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it easy. How many mommy's heads will you give it? <laughs> I give it a four. You give it four mommy's heads. Mm-hmm. I also give it a four. Frankie rates it a five, I'm assuming. It's a 4.5. I rated a 3.5. Damn. 
Whoa, look wow. at Mr. Russia over here with the obligatory low score. <laughs> it's not even the obligatory low score. Like, look I how low that is, man. do not. That is a 7 in, in a 10 scale. <laughs> is a that ten. is a 7 in a 10 scale, which is a solid score. I wanted to give it a 3, but, you know, because Frank is here, I'll add a point add five. A point five. <laughs> Not even that. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I, it's like above indifference. It's a, it's above okay. It's. It's pretty good. It's pretty all right. Like I, yeah, I'm a fan. I am nice. definitely. A, a, you don't even need to ask. Yeah, I really don't. Like as soon as Nuni mentioned the Madoka, I was like, I'm gonna grab Frankie. Yeah, he actually was like, oh, let me ask Frankie if he wants to do it, and I was like, that's a perfect idea because I've heard Frankie loves <laughs> Madoka. I haven't ever heard him talking about it, but I'm assuming he does it whenever I'm not here because I'm never here. You should have. You should have been uh, around me for the first year of its runtime. <laughs> non I was essentially a fucking. Uh, I was essentially non-stop. a fucking missionary for the Church of Madoka. <laughs> non. Have you heard of our? Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Miss? Uh, Come on, Madoka? Michael, give it a watch. Have I you heard know, of our Frank, Lord and Savior, Not Michael. It's not overhyped at all. It's fucking amazing. I don't know, Frankie. It's you know, nah, Mike. You, you see, you just gotta watch it once, and then you'll understand. I was like, Frankie, I don't know, and then yeah, it, it continued like this for a year until he wore me down. <laughs> Michael, when are you going to watch Madoka? Because <laughs> he kept saying, I'll stream it for you. And finally, I was like, you know what? Stream it for me, Frankie. And then he did. And I stayed up all night and I didn't go to work the next day. <laughs> and he was course. that dedicated to Madoka to, to, to spread the word. Spread the, the word of the gospel of Madoka. Yep. yep. All right. So that's that. Uh, I guess we'll decide what to watch later. Or do you guys have an, anything that you actually want to watch that's uh, slightly obscure? I do not obscure? have anything in mind, so I'm right. down for whatever. You guys should watch Roku no Yusha. I'll just throw a recommendation. All right. I'm going to do the obligatory. Uh, if you want to email us, you could send it to mbtpodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we are facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast. On the Twitter, Twitters, we are at Magical Broadcast. I'm working on a website. We'll see if that'll actually happen. But I already spent the money, so, so he already bought the happen. domain, so he's pretty much obligated. Yeah, and I gotta <laughs> fucking buy a host. <laughs> yeah, and that's where they get you. Yeah, and then actually <laughs> do the work. That's fine. We'll, we'll we'll get through it. We'll find a webmaster, and everything will be fine. Now that that's done, uh, everybody say bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. Go please.